welcome to the sanctuary a safe space to speak from the heart i'm your host israel and my guest today is writer singer musician super awesome cool person paid rodledge thanks for coming to the sanctuary today thank you for having me it's such an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today yeah, so before you came on, I was re- listening to the song, actually watching the video and that, yeah. that, and I'm curious, what's the story behind that song and the video itself? Yeah, Um. so that song was a journey, like it really, and it's kind of been, it's been a really fun journey to have, and so when you get to write with other people that, you know, you get to become friends with, the songs just kind of pour themselves out a little bit. Differently, And so I wrote this one with Lydia Sutherland and Rich Cloak, who are two of my closest friends, but also two people that I spend a lot of time writing with. And we wrote this one at the beginning of 2022. And I love breakup songs. Like I'm a really big breakup song girly. I'm like, let's just like (laughs) pour our heart out and be sad together. But also a very try, like I'm a very positive person and a very optimistic person. And so when we were writing that song, we knew we wanted to write a breakup song that day. But it was important that it was like an empowering breakup song, like it's going to be okay kind of thing after the relationship. And Lydia was the one that kind of came in with like the little singy part, like the post-chorus, like the no, it ain't, no, it ain't part coming out of that. And I think that part's super fun because we always sing it live. And I, um, when I put the song out too, I didn't expect people to be so – because like it's fun. Like it's a very fun – song and I definitely have other songs that I've released that are a little bit more not that this song is not by any means personal or vulnerable but I have other songs that definitely fall I'd say more within that category of songs that I thought would you know touch Mm. people but the amount of messages I received from people on Instagram just being like this song got me through my breakup and I was like that's all I can do like that I've done something right and um but immediately when we wrote that song I just walked away from the writing session that day feeling so good about it and just so excited and that feeling where I was like, we have to record this song like right now. And Mm -hmm. so I knew, I knew immediately it was going to be a single and there's something pretty special about that feeling. It's like a weird feeling to kind of describe, but I've had it with a couple songs and all those songs have come out. Um, But with the video, we got to work with Roadhouse Productions, which are two incredibly talented um, humans, AJ Astle and his partner, Johnny, and AJ and Johnny are just two of the most creative minds that I've ever had the pleasure of working with, also incredibly talented musicians, but when we did the video, it was just such, the only way, like, it was the perfect, like, girls' night out, so I invited all of my closest friends to the bar, and they just came, and <laughs> we hung out, and we filmed our single girl music video, and it was just, <laughs> it was nice, because it was, uh, that was the first, like, full production video that I had the privilege of being a part of and getting to do it for myself. I haven't had the opportunity to be in other people's music videos, but for it being mine that day was a pretty cool experience. And I think like just having friends and all of the people that are super close in my life there to be a part of it made the song even more special. Mm, mm. You you were having a lot of fun singing and the song is really up-tempo as you said. Yes, we were going for Taylor Swift breakup vibes. We're like, this is an empowering girl song. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit in time and mm. to how did this whole music journey start for you, Paige? Yeah, so I've always loved country music. I like, I, I mean, I just talked, I guess, a little bit about the songwriting process. But for me, like, I think there's something so special and unique about country and the storytelling aspect. And that's kind of where, like, the roots of country music really come from is like you know the songwriting and 
just even like getting to be a part of that. It really, it forces you to be vulnerable, but I think it's been like the best thing for me. It's definitely learned, like taught me how to be an open person. But my grandfather was the one that introduced me to country music. And I always, 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 always loved to sing. And he built me a stage at my cottage and I would force all of my friends and my brother and my cousins to be in my little performances, like weekly road performances that we would invite the cottage road to come and watch. And they always joke now that they're so much happier just being in the audience, getting to watch the performances rather than like me forcing them on stage (laughs) as children. But my grandpa loved country, loved Charlie Pride, Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Shania Twain. And so when I would go over after school, we would listen to that kind of music. And it was funny because I would go to school and that's the music that I remember listening to. And like, even my parents would play country radio. And I remember like kids at school did not know those songs. So I just always had this like love deep down for country music. And in 2007, my grandfather got diagnosed with cancer. And Mm -hmm. so I was nine at the time. And so when we would go over, he would ask me to sing to him. And so I like pulled up YouTube karaoke at that time. And it was like high school musical in Hannah, Montana, like not things that he would definitely have wanted to hear. But when he passed away, I, I still, it's funny because writing songs and like just kind of doing music and being in the arts, I think in general forces you to reflect a lot on things. And I've thought so many times about this moment because I don't even think I knew exactly what I was doing at nine, Mm. but I knew I wanted to, to sing at his funeral. So I ended up singing and that was the first time that I had sang publicly or kind of like been in that position. And it's a really... It's incredibly like the way I look at it is it's it was the, the probably one of the saddest moments of my life, but it was also a very I think pivotal moment mm-hmm. in my life and kind of going back to that like everything happens for whatever reason life thing. And after that, I just had this like epiphany where I was like, I just wanna I just wanna sing, like I just wanna write music and I wanna play shows and be able to share music with people because it's it's so special. It's connects you and even like I just was talking about ain't that bad like just to be able to connect with people through Instagram Mm. in that sense of people relating like it's a really really special thing Mm. and that's what encourages I think writers and musicians to keep going because you know that like the stories you're telling and the things that you get to say are helping other people Mm. through things and so after that I just started playing shows and I think I played like my first bar gig when I was 14 and my dad had to come with me which at the time was so embarrassing because I, like, I was like oh my god this is so cool for my dad <laughs> he's like sitting in the bar because I'm not old enough to be in the bar <laughs> but like what a great learning experience you know right, yeah it's just right. been its own little journey since then and I've been able to play some really cool shows especially over the past couple years and even going into the summer I have some really fun and exciting shows lined up and just getting to be able to record and release music, I think is a very cool thing to get to wake up and do every day. Mm-hmm. Talking about shows, not by Northeast, how do you prefer yeah! for your, how do you prefer for your set? I'm curious about that. It was so fun. So we played last night. So Thursday evening at 11 o'clock, which when I first saw the time, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so late. <laughs> But it was great. It was so much fun. Um, We worked really hard, actually, to build that set in particular, just because, like, given the way the festival runs. And it was actually, it was really lovely because 
Um, the stage that we were playing at the Cameron House yesterday, Jessica Pearson and the East Wind were the band right before us. And I've had the privilege of playing with Jess a few times before. So it was also like this really nice experience to get to share the stage with a friend happening um, in the same evening. But I'm very fortunate to work with incredibly talented musicians. Like just the, the talent of these guys here in Ontario, they are top tier musicians. And so um, the guys that I played with last night, just incredible. And we worked really hard to build like a fun set of playing all the original stuff and then throwing in like a little pop cover. Cause we're like, we can't do a country cover. We got to change it up and do something mm. fun. So we covered Tate McRae last night too, which was the first time that we had done that. And so wow. those kinds of things, like when it's like the first kind of full band festival of the year, when it slowly gets into festival season, it's always fun to test out new things and new songs. And so mm. we did a lot of that last night. Yeah, no, no, it was a wonderful set. And I'm wondering, um, with your song process, like, do you ever write alone? Are you always writing with your friends? Or mm -hmm. um, I used to do a lot, like when I was learning and like getting into music. I definitely did a lot of the writing by myself, and then it was actually over COVID that I graduated school at the like in April of 2020, which was also a really weird time mm -hmm. <laughs> in everybody's life. But I had always like been like, okay, after we're done school like it's to go out and just do music and that's I mean in a sense that's actually exactly what happened it just like went a little bit of a detour like the rest of our lives mm -hmm. but during that time every I connected with so many musicians across Canada mm. and even the states but just so much of the Canadian country music community I was able to make a relationship with online so I slowly started co-writing with everybody online because nobody had anything else to do so we just everyone started writing with each other and it was a mm. great way to build relationships and figure out people that you write really well with and some people are just awesome friends and then there's people that you click with immediately and you just write really cool stuff with and then mm. in 2021 I started traveling back and forth so I guess the past two years now I've been traveling back and forth to Nashville every couple months to do that was gonna trips. be my question because like <laughs> whenever someone does country i'm like when are you gonna move to nashville oh, like yeah. why is everybody moving <laughs> to nashville too i actually <laughs> just got back a month ago <laughs> nashville's great the nashville's just so special because you're constantly surrounded by music like there's really no other place for like that exact where everywhere you go everyone's doing music so it's just inspiring and you're like it's hard to not be inspired because Everywhere you go, you're hearing songwriters or you're meeting somebody or the conversations you're even having with the bartender are very music driven. So it's it forces you to be in that mindset all the mm. time. And it's great. And I just feel like that's been also a very wonderful like life change is getting to go back and forth between home and into mm. and back to Nashville to write songs. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Cause like that always That's funny. happens. And it does. There, there, there was this big grand, grand. Oh, the grand old Opry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you going to play oh, there someday? Oh, that's the bucket list. We are manifesting that. One of the first times my mom came to visit me we went to the Grand Ole Opry together and that was just like one of those life moments that I'll hold on to mm. for forever because it was so special. <laughs> it is a really awesome looking place, I gotta say. It's stunning. And I don't make music, so yeah. I can imagine it. It's just, yeah, definitely just like one of those places when you're in the moment, mm. you're like the shivers and the butterflies and you're like, this mm -hmm. is like an out of body experience. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I guess 
there is the whole writing music part and then yeah. going into record and everything. But then there's this whole social media part thing. Oh, man. That part. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you handling that? The you social media aspects of being a musician. It, it really is. I, like, joke about it a lot that, like, social media consumes my life. And I'm like, ha-ha, my screen time. And then I'm like, ha-ha, no, my screen time. Like, it's <laughs> not good. It's a full-time commitment being mm. on social media and i think it's like a wonderful thing because you get to connect with so many people and mm. but i also think it's a really detrimental thing sometimes like it's really easy to get down on yourself and like because again like this is a conversation that's not new everyone's talked about this but you see like what people want you to see on social media so i definitely really appreciate people on social media that are more transparent. And I try to be as transparent as possible on social media because like mm. we're all human. We all go through all of those things. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny because I, everything I, I think like about Instagram posts or videos and stuff. And like, it, it really is, it's a commitment. And it's, I'd say like, if I had to pick like the least favorite part <laughs> of being a musician, it probably would be like, if I could give my social media off to somebody, I'd be like, please <laughs> take it. But it's also really cool because I also like the way I look at it. Oh, I can't remember who I was having a conversation with. Oh, I know actually it was a wonderful, I don't know her. It was just a lady at the hair salon that was sitting beside me. But she said to me, um, do you ever make a scrapbook of everything that you do? And I was like, no, but like in a sense, like social media kind of is that scrapbook. And like I do post after every show or like post everything that's coming up. And I was like, that's kind of a cool way to have it. I never thought about it that way where it's like that's how you can look back and reflect on everything that you've done. And I always try, I've been in this mindset this year of um, if you were like your past self, you'd be looking at where you are now. And you'd be so proud of yourself to like kind of keep that mindset of keep going rather than being so hard on yourself and I was like I think that's a really cool way to like look back at the beginning of the year and be like look at how much I've accomplished this year alone mm. so I always try to find the silver lining but social media is a lot of work like I think about it every day and I'm like oh my god we have to make a post we have to make a story like what are we doing on socials today right right <laughs> um let's just I guess Talk about Gone and Really Gone. I mean, it's mm. obvious why you wrote the song, but yeah. why was it important for you to write it and share it? Yeah. Um, that song, it's funny, too, because, like I said, my grandpa passed away when I was nine and I'm 25 now, and I just put the song out this March. We wrote the song at the beginning of 2021. So the song, I've ha had it written for two years before I actually decided to release it. And... There was, I don't know, it's, I always knew, like, I tried for years to write a song about that experience and, like, that part of my life. And it was never, it was this interesting, I think, like, battle within myself because I didn't just want to write something for the sake of writing it. Like, it needed to be, I needed the right moment. And I think mm. I, like, subconsciously knew that and that's, like, what was preventing me from doing it. Mm. And it was Christmas of 2020 during covid and i was sitting with my dad and there was a commercial on tv and it was this baby blue truck and my dad like had just said something and he's like you know your grandpa used to have a truck that exact same color and i was like that's really cool and my dad was telling me that 
He had, my grandfather had had that truck right before the year my dad was born and he had my dad's initials carved into it. And I was like, that's so, like when my dad was born, they got the initials into the car or into Mm. the truck. And I was like, that is such a country song. Like my (laughs) mind just like started like spinning and I was like determined. And I, so I just kind of like, I actually called my grandma and I like, (laughs) and I was like, can you just tell me everything you need to know or everything I need to know about this car? And I had a writing session that those first couple weeks of January in 2021. And I was telling that story to my two co-writers. Um, and loss is something that I think everybody has been through and it, it shapes everybody in whatever way. And, you know, it's something that we can all relate to because we all experience it. And so we started sharing stories about like that, like those kinds of parts of our lives. Mm. And we wrote the song, I think in like 45 minutes, like it was so quick because we just, it was once we started pouring everything kind of out of us it just it came together and it was this really 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 beautiful writing session and I remember they my two co-writers Rich and Eli they're like okay can you sing the work tape and I was like no I can't I was like someone else has to sing it I was like I can't make it through the song and uh I knew again like I had a very special feeling about the song but kind of waited that little bit just to make sure that it was like where I wanted it to be before we released it. And so it was definitely, I don't typically get nervous releasing music, but I was so nervous to put this song out. And I I think it just because it means so much to me and it's like just so vulnerable, like literally the most vulnerable I've probably ever been in a song. So it's scary to put like that piece of yourself out into the world, but it's been really well received. And again, just every time I play it, people come up after and share their stories and, it was kind of sad when I put the song out. I don't know what the universe was doing, but two mm. of my friends had lost their grandparents that week. And I was oh, like, wow. I was like, oh my God, the timing. I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't know what to say, but they're like, no, no, no. This is like a beautiful gift that the song has now like been here for me through a hard time. And I was like, okay, like, I think this was the time, like the song was supposed to come out, but yeah, it's a very special song. It's definitely the scariest song I have out for sure just because of that piece of vulnerability but I also think it's important to be vulnerable and like share your story because other people are going through it mm, too mm, mm. yeah it's a really powerful song and the, the image um that you know the, oh yeah the cover art <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's so you know it touches you there yeah um okay I so search for that photo for days <laughs> What you knew that photo existed or I did. Oh, okay. I had that photo. Um I don't even know where it I had seen it one time or like a few times as a kid. I knew it was somewhere. And it actually it was at my cottage and I didn't even I had no idea where the photo was. I was like, it could be at my parents, it could be at my grandma's, or it's at the cottage. I was like, it's in one of three places and I searched everywhere for it. <laughs> and I found it. Where did I you just, end up finding it? It was at the cottage. But uh, the very first time I looked through the pile of photos, I didn't find it in that pile. And I was like, I should do a second look just in uh, case. And then it was in there. I got to ask, is the stage still there? <laughs> no, it's not. Too sad. But but um, replaced by it, we have a tiki bar now uh, at the cottage. And so it did, it took its spot. But there's a little, like, a little platform that I definitely used as a, as a stage, which we still play songs sometimes up there and it's really fun. Okay. So what, what are some things that are coming up for you? Ooh, well, this summer is 
very busy, <laughs> which is great. Like it's very, very exciting. Um, the biggest one is I'm flying out to Thunder Bay in the mid on July 21st to play country on the bay. And that's my first like really major country festival, which is very, very exciting. Walker Hayes is headlining the night that I am performing. And so I'm very excited about that and looking mm -hmm. forward to like going somewhere new. And it's always fun to play in a new place. Yep. Um, and then other than that, like it's just festivals across Ontario all summer long. And the Canadian Country Music Awards are coming up in September. Um which is always a great time and a great, you know, way to get to connect with everybody across the country again and play some new tunes. Mm. And I'm also putting in an EP later this year. So there'll be a short little baby album coming out in the fall as well. Do you have a title for the EP yet? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> so bad. I, I said to um, Matt and Alex, my two producers that I work with, and I was like, someone's got to pick it because I can't be this person. I was like, I can't pick the title. <laughs> Do you know I'm how many so... songs will be on it? <laughs> There's six. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm being – I need – I'm waiting for it to just come to me one day. I was like, right. I don't have to make the. I do have to make a decision really soon though, because the songs are done and uh, there's one more coming out before the EP comes out. So I was like, maybe when that comes out, it will like hit me what I'm going to call the EP and then I'll deal with that part later. But no, I have not made a decision on that uh, yet. Okay, I have okay. to though. That's on my to-do list okay. um, that I've definitely been putting off. <laughs> I, wonder how to, I was just thinking in my head now how long that to-do list is. It's long. It's quite long. And I feel like every time I like check something off, something else gets added on. And I'm like, oh my God. this um, life? This is life. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome conversation. Um, I, I want to let you go, but before I do, though, yeah. I wonder, you know, with all this, you know, with, I guess, the trajectory of the career and stuff yeah. and managing with um, social media and all these really personal songs you write. Yeah, totally. What are some things you do to take care of yourself? Ah, uh, yes, that's incredibly important. And this year, I, like, in, like, full transparency, have learned how important it is to, like, because you have to take a break sometimes from everything because it just, it, it adds up. It adds up really quick. Mm. I... So my cottage is very like it's beautiful. It's on the water, and I just go there sometimes and like shut everything off and give myself some like actual me time. And I try to as well after industry event weekends to like stay off social media just a little bit, just to give myself that kind of like refresh. And like I just was so like social and like present all weekend that it's okay sometimes to take a break for yourself, mm. but. Honestly, I love walking my dogs. Like, I love just being out in nature and taking some time to relax. And just, like, I really have learned the importance of switching things off and, like, taking your me time. So mm -hmm. I definitely do that. I love going out with my friends. Like, I just love being in, like, social environments. And I love going, yeah, just anywhere that's, like, a little bit of an escape from, from the music world just for a second. It's because it, it is important to just, like, Take a moment, and then I feel that after you take that moment, you come in more recharged, more creative, creatively ready to go, and in a better mind space to do things. Wow. Paige, this has been awesome. Thank oh, you for thank performing you. at Nobody Northeast, <laughs> and also thanks for coming to the sanctuary today. 
Thank you for having me. I lo love getting to chat with you. It was so great. Mm -hmm.